0: The Weekly Dish Podcast is brought to you by Lake Winds Co-op in Minnetonka, Chanhassen, and Richfield with delivery from Instacart. There's no membership required to shop at Lake Winds; All are welcome. Check out lakewinds.com and if you can't make it to a Lake Winds, please visit your local food co-op in the neighborhood near you. Hey, dishers. I know you're busy cooks with busy lives and you don't have time to read every label. You just want to buy your organic apples and celery and ground nut butter for dipping. And I know it's that easy. You want something that's not full of chemicals and preservatives and apples and celery are part of the dirty dozen. The dirty dozen is a list of fruits and veggies that are typically grown using lots of pesticides and other chemicals but when you shop at Lakewinds Co-op you can shop with confidence knowing that you are cooking with high quality food from farms and businesses that pay fair wages and they grow their food in ways that are good for the planet with no pesticides chemical free. They have product standards in all their departments and their produce is 95% organic And as local as they can get it, when of course it's not winter, but you can feel good about shopping there. There's no membership required. Everyone's welcome to shop at the co op, and you can find all of their products in Minnetonka, Chanhassen, or Richfield in the store, or you can now get delivery from Instacart. Find more information at lakewinds.com. Hour two of the weekly dish. I'm Stephanie Hansen. Hey Steph March. And you can find Steph March and all of her amazing content at Stephanie March and at Steph March is where you're Stephanie March on Instagram. You're MSP mag. You're everywhere. Who
1: am I? I'm, I'm on Instagram. I'm, I am Stephanie March, all one word. Yes. Yeah, I got that before the other one And I'm <laughs> Stephanie's
0: dish. I know, because the actress, Stephanie March, <laughs> buys for Stephanie's social I handles. Know, we love that. We do have a question before we get to the yep. top two and hour two from Kimberly. Hi, Kimberly. Hi, guys. I love your show. I listen every Saturday. Thanks for it. We appreciate it very much.
2: I have a question. I was given a food saver last summer. But yes. Were you vacuum the stuff? Yes. Now? Okay, I haven't used it yet, but my son loves lemon pepper chicken. And in the past, when I didn't um, use that, I would always just season the chicken breast with the uh, lemon pepper seasoning and put some oil in there and marinate it in the fridge. But one time, I think I let it marinate too long. It was very chewy. Sure. So do I marinate it? Or do I put the seasoning on before I put it in a food saver? Or That's my question.
0: <laughs> so you're, I would say put it all in your food saver bag and then seal it up and then freeze it.
2: Okay. So that's not going to make it chewy as if it was in the refrigerator? No, because
0: no, the freezing of it kind of prevents the um, continued marination of the meat, as it were, because the cells get frozen. Yeah.
2: Okay. And then can I can I boil it in those bags or would it be better just to thaw it and put it on the pan like I normally do?
0: I would let it thaw. I mean you could boil it in the bag, but that frankly sounds boiling. real gross. Yeah. To have boiled bag chicken. I would just thaw oh, it and then yeah, continue I'd on. Of
1: it. Well, okay. Okay, yeah. I don't know. Doesn't that I mean I don't know what those bags are like. I don't know. So I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, just thaw it
0: out and continue on with your day. But if you wanted to like freeze a bunch of that for your son yeah. and get it all ready to go for him, that's a great opportunity.
2: Yeah. And then what other things do you um think would be good to to use with those bags?
0: Everything. Avocado, any fresh really? ingredients, yes. You can totally oh. Like, make your guacamole or mash them all up, and then food save it, and then freeze it. That's when you buy guacamole in the store a lot of times what it is. Oh! Also spaghetti oh, that's sauce. Delightful. If you look on um, oh. Stephanie's com, last weekend I did a whole blog about what, what foods can you freeze. can freeze. Yeah. And it's surprising. There's lots of things that you haven't thought of.
2: Oh, yeah i heard you when last week when you talked about freezing eggs yep and then like yeah.
0: vegetables herbs um i bought four red peppers and cut them up into chunks and froze those for making chili later there's a lot of things so check that out oh thank you guys so much thanks yeah. kimberly all right uh let us get to the top two an hour
2: two. Oh, two, two and now the weekly dish presents top two top two the top Pick your best two. In our two. All right,
0: give me two. All right, Stephanie, do you want to start us
1: out with your top two first pick? Uh, Yeah, so I think uh, what I was going to mention uh, is that a lot of the distilleries, obviously, who have been shut down, um, are doing... Sanitizer, which is really a great deal. It is amazing. And Norseman Distillery did; uh, they've been doing it for all week, and so I, we wrote up a little thing about them that they're doing it. But they are not only are they just there. Some people are selling sanitizer, and you know, and raising money for other things. They're just giving it away. They're giving it to the first responders, to the you know the people at the front of lines, you know, people who are in the field who may not have a sink nearby to be able to you know hand do uh, hand washing. So that's what their focus is, and they're raising. Money by selling cocktail kits, and I think this is smart because you can't go into their, uh, you know, their t- into their distillery cocktail room to get a drink. So you can buy these forty dollars kits, and it's a great deal. It's forty bucks, but it all goes to the production of hand sanitizer, and you get a three seventy five bottle. You get a little small, cute, short bottle of booze, and you get four cans of cocktail mix that are like that's amazing. So like all you have to that. do is like add and pour and add, and it's kind of. Outstanding! That's so, cool. That's Norseman Distillery. Yep. Norseman Distillery is doing that. And I know that there's a lot of other cocktail kits that are kind of coming across the board as well. I love it. Okay.
0: Here's my top two in our two. Yep. You. <laughs> Stephanie March. <laughs> Stephanie March. <laughs> I just would like to take a minute and I'll try not to cry. Don't cry. I just, you know... I want to say how appreciative I am for everything that you have given personally to this restaurant community throughout your career, but in particular, the last week you have been amazing. You have been the mother that a lot of these restaurant tours needed, that voice in the storm, the calm, someone to talk to, someone to share with. You have provided a massive amount of content in a super short time from your couch With providing resources, updating curbside deliveries, talking about some of the light and some of the positive things that are happening, all while your industry that you have loved and cared so much about and put so much of your energy and time into basically imploded. And I just would like to call you out. I just am so impressed. I'm inspired. I am just glad to call you a friend, man. It was really you've done a lot this week. Thank you. That's lovely. Yeah, Unexpected. and it's not unnoticed by me at all. Thank I get you, it.
1: thank you. And I don't do it for any other reason than I am driven. And these <laughs> to are save your people, and, and our is, people. These and are our people. Yeah. So
0: I'll wipe my tear. Okay, and then
1: you'll do your next one, <clears throat> and then I'll give you my last okay. one. Okay. <laughs> So my next one is actually a thing that I asked MSP Mag if we could do. So on MSP Mag on our Instagram, you'll see a picture of my ramen takeout uh, from Zenbox Izakaya. And what we're asking you guys to do is take all we're doing is saying, hey, if you get your takeout, hashtag takeout to lift up. And it's takeout one word to the actual number lift up. And we are talking about if you just are out there doing your takeout, hashtag that tag mspmag.com. And we're going to give $50 gift cards every single day for as long as we have them until we run out. Um, for people who are doing that, we'll just pick one from the, from the bunch. We'll repost them on mspmag, which has a massive following of, you know, 150,000 people or something like that. So we really just hope that people are going to just do that. And we want to support you guys supporting the company or the, the country and the the rest, the restaurants. All right.
0: Mm. Um, my other top two in hour two is the virtual tip jar. Yeah. And this was started by a woman whose handle is N-I-C-Y-C-L-E. Whether yeah. she started it or not. She I'm, amplified she, it. She's the first person I saw. So yeah. she gets some credit there. Yeah. Um, this is a Google document that has over 650 people on it. It has date.
1: 650? It does. You guys, when I first tweeted it out, it had 14 people.
0: And this has grown. What this is, is let's say that you are going to crack open a beer this afternoon from your house and it makes you think of your experience at Red Cow or it makes you think of your experience at uh, Travail having a cocktail. Your bartenders and servers have added their Venmo handles into this document or their PayPal links so that you can give them a virtual tip. So if you have a favorite server, a favorite bartender, you pull up this document and you look for them in there. And then you go to your favorite cash app and you can send them a tip or send them money to thank them for their service. And I just think it's so clever, so brilliant. It was one of the bright spots of the week that this thing started to roll. We'll go ahead and we'll um, we just put a link for it on the Weekly Dish Facebook page. Look for your servers, look for your bartenders and give them a virtual tip It's just so clever that the technology that people have been able to mobilize and Mm -hmm. put together to help people again, these are just small things, but they're the only things, right? They're the most meaningful things.
1: They are the most meaningful things. And people, I've heard some stories. I heard a great story about someone who, my friend Lizzie, actually, she just randomly picked someone from the list, and she sent them a Venmo of like 10 bucks or something. The person responded back saying, hey, thanks, and they actually ended up having this exchange, and they figured out they knew some people in common from high school, like way back in the day. Like, those things that happen like that, like that the universe reaching out like you can be the universe reaching out and like making that happen in small moves and a lot of you are still with your
0: companies right you're working from home but you work for larger corporations that are although you're working from home you still have jobs yeah you still are able to do what you regularly do and all of this talk is really like wow i hadn't thought about it that's a real way you can
1: impact someone's day yeah 100 percent.
0: so that's the top two an hour two we're going to take a break and we're going to get to the pantry staple cooking and help you guys all out when we come back 651-641-1071 if you have any comments or questions we'll take them we'll be right back welcome back to the weekly dish i'm stephanie hansen hey steph marge and we are here with some ideas friends for pantry staple cooking what? okay so many of you are sitting at home with rice with beans with spaghetti
1: and trying to make spaghetti pasta so, I, here's my thing i uh, if i eat all the pasta that i bought I'm not going to flatten any curves. Let's just be clear. (laughs) There will be nothing but rounded curves and no flattening of anything. I do have to say I did like a
0: couple online workouts this week. I had my like Fitbit thing on like, oh, 125 calories. Go you. I was like, wow, when I'm at the gym, that's 350. It's not the same Just lifting your sad little weights at home is when Mm -hmm. you're with, you know, Midge in a kickboxing You have to
1: find, yeah, you have to, that's another thing. Maybe, maybe we'll talk about that on Allie's, on uh, the Shop Girls next. We'll see. But that's the thing, like online, yeah, like find a YouTube channel. Find like high intensity weight training, you know, 20 minutes. Yes, things. Um, you know what? I did
0: find a lot of solace in this week. It was like the only place I found solace. Honestly, it was Ina Garten. Oh, really? Contessa. She just makes me she's like motherly to me. It makes me feel like oh, if Ina's doing this, it's all going to be okay. Yeah. And she was talking about that each day on her Instagram and also on her website. She's going to be posting things that she's cooked for Jeffrey with her staples. Good. So many of us, I love lentils. I have a lot of lentils. I buy them all the time anyway. Mm -hmm. But she had a recipe for stewed lentils and tomatoes. And if you haven't had lentils before, it's kind of maybe something foreign to you or that you found that they were the only things left on the shelf. So you put them in your cart. They're great with like uh, ground pork, ground turkey, ground meat. They're also just great without anything else and just a little bit of coconut yee and then um, some turmeric and you can throw in some spinach and you throw in your Instant Pot and your water and you get kind of like a porridge sort of stew. Yeah. And you can sop that up with pita bread or with tortillas or... Or you can just, my husband eats anything I make with lentils. He eats with crackers, almost like soup. Yeah. You could add like a dollop of plain yogurt that you maybe mix some herbs in if you have it. Just to give it a little bit more of a cooling flavor, you can chop up some cucumbers and put those in with your herbs on your yogurt. A little grated ginger, and you've kind of got your own homemade tzatziki, as it were. Yeah. Sometimes having stewed lentils with tomatoes and adding like other sides makes it feel a little bit more like a meal.
1: Yeah. I love my, nothing more than like a good spicy, like to take a lentils, spice them up to a high, you know, high heat almost with in terms of like a lot of, you know, garam masala and turmeric and and good cayenne and stuff in there and then cool it down right with just plain Greek yogurt. That's it. Yep. Like not even tzatziki, just like Greek yogurt.
0: Ugh, love. It's my favorite. Um, One of the things that I discovered in my pandemic preparations was a, uh, bag of beans that i'd never seen before and I, that's not true i'd seen them but i'd never bought them and that was all that was left yeah. so i bought some have you heard of this thing called hearst's ham beans i'm going to show you a picture it's a 15 bean soup
1: oh i have those i have like three of those bags okay and you know what i've had those bags because i love that soup i do too i ended up like but oh my I gosh, never talk this about is it. It's
0: amazing yeah what it is, is it's a 15-bean dried soup package. It is currently sold out on Amazon, but you may be able to find it in the store oh, Lunds. still.
1: I had them at Lunds and Barley's. In fact, there was not a lot left, but those, soup, those bean bags were left. Okay, and inside the bag of dried beans is a spice
0: packet. So... I got my ham and I made these beans and then I added a half a bag of kale to it because I wanted a little bit of beans and greens because if you're eating beans, why not eat greens? Right. It's sort of like a Cajun bean. Yeah. And we served it over rice. Yeah. So you can use your pantry staple of your rice. You don't have to add the kale or spinach if you don't want any greens. And it was just kind of like having rice and beans and it was real good.
1: I, you guys, I add handfuls of spinach to everything. I kind of do too. Anything that I'm like cooking on a stove because you can, and I fresh spinach. Don't, you know I mean? I'm talking about those big, you know, plastic containers that look like you're supposed to eat them just for salad. I take handfuls of those and I throw it into any bean thing. Um, any like, uh, uh, any, even sometimes in like pastas that I'm simmering, too. any soups, everything gets spinach because it's just a quick, easy way to give it a little bit of a boost. Yeah. And to
0: make it a little more healthy for you. Yeah.
1: Um, there are a
0: lot of pantry ideas that are happening over at Epicurious as well. They did, um, this thing that they like, what are our people when they are cooking out of their pantry? What are their go-to pastas? Mm-hmm. So I'll put that up. But I was thinking, what's your go-to? Like when you're going to make a go-to pantry pasta, Stephanie, what do you use? When I, what? Let's say it again. Make a go-to pantry pasta.
1: Um, it, like what's in my pantry? I guess. You're going to open your pantry. You're okay. going to make something with pasta. Oh, what's I just, your go to. So uh, the only thing I make or the thing I mostly make that I made this week, the one thing I cook this week is I just make napolitana, which is basically you take a can of a uh, whole you know peeled tomatoes and you dump it into a... Well, first of all, you do your garlic. This is the Jason Matheson pasta that I do that I taught him to make okay. and that I do all the time, which is I take that can and you dump... First you do garlic in olive oil and you kind of brown that a little bit and then you dump an entire can of whole peeled tomatoes in. You break them up. You chop them a little bit while they're simmering with the olive oil and it reduces down and then you throw in fresh basil. And if you don't have fresh basil, you can throw in a little bit of like a little couple of dollops of pesto if you want to add, but I would just keep it plain if you don't have basil. And then I and then you add your cooked pasta to the skillet and you turn it around and then you add your parmesan cheese. It's the simplest, easiest thing to do.
0: I um make a simple pantry pasta with capers, anchovies, and a can of tomatoes.
1: Putanesca is yeah. what you're making, and
0: then I'll add like black olives at the end. Yeah, the whore's pasta is what that actually is from long ago. Putine- <laughs> you can say puttanesca and not get any readers to call us or anybody to yell at us like that I know, time. But that's that's what that meant from a long time ago. Yeah, and you make like this red sauce, and then you toss it with your pasta, and all of that anchovy gives it a umami. It melts, so you can't taste it. You don't know that it's. You in there. can taste it. Well, don't. A you have to. Come you cannot on. Say you can taste that. It's like you can taste it in a Caesar
1: salad. I know, but it is a taste. And people, if they don't like anchovies, you won't like it. But, you know, nobody there you would do go. that. I know. Here, um, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Well, another idea
0: that I found that I was really excited about was I have a lot of peanut butter. And I think a lot of people bought peanut butter as a pantry item. Oh, mine is in my fridge. I have some in my fridge and I have some in my pantry. Okay. So. I bought a giant thing of jiff that's in the pantry, and I'm like, "Huh, it would take me a long time because I don't really you just eat GIF? peanut butter. I do buy jiff, but I buy I buy fresh too. That is so surprising to But me. I buy jiff for like um, egg, uh, toasted English muffins and.
1: That just surprised me. I don't know why. I just I buy both. It's like such a sugary thing. I know. I, I just thought you wouldn't, that would not be your jam. It's, yeah. I okay. buy Jeff and right. I also buy No shame. Fresh. I'm surprised, you guys. I'm not shaming her. I'm just, I'm honestly shocked. I just didn't think that that was your jam. That's
0: um here is yeah oh, so i have 40 savory uses for peanut butter stephanie oh good so lord things like <laughs> thai chicken pasta peanut turkey satay thai style green beans made with
1: peanut butter spicy peanut butter and pork sandwich can we be clear though don't use the sugary jiff in this stuff because that's not what you want to do Well, I think I think the sugary Jif and Skippy is for baking and for making fun things like breads. But I think that if you're going to make a Thai pasta, you should use the natural peanut butter. That's just my. If you're going to do a savory thing, it would be a little harder to make it with the sugar peanut butter.
0: Shame right now. Yeah, you should. And I'm not. I'm just going to reject your peanut butter shame.
1: I'm going to use my peanut butter in whatever way I want. I'm just recommending that. I think it'll be better. How about slice?
0: I can't even talk. Slow cooker Thai butternut squash soup with peanut butter.
1: I again, I'm going to post these. I would They're not delicious. want sugar in that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll
0: be right back here listening to the weekly dish. Welcome back to the radio show where Stephanie just reminded me, if we didn't have a peanut butter food fight, we
1: wouldn't be it us. We wouldn't be us. And you guys would be like, this is too weird. This universe being... is too odd. <laughs> so I think that we have to make sure that we have our normal peanut butter food. Friends. Yeah. Uh, hope we, do. We have a caller on the line. I think we might. I'll grab them.
0: Yeah. Um, if you want to call in, you guys are welcome to yeah. 651-641-1071. Here for um, I wanted to touch base in this segment about all of you folks at home with your kids, because I am seeing some of the funniest stuff on Facebook of parents that are at home. My cousin or my, would she be my cousin? Yeah, she's married to my cousin, my cousin's wife. Her son, who is 13, made some kind of a thing that starts all the way at the top of the stairs. That's like an engineered golf ball goes all the way down through all these obstacles and gets It's called all the, the Goldberg machine. Uh, yeah. yeah, I've never even saw, Ru- heard yeah, of Ruud such a thing. Really? But he made this, and it takes like four minutes to watch this ball go through all of the levels have of you the seen, house. Have you seen and, an OK Go <laughs> uh, video? No. Remember... <laughs>
1: I don't have a teen. So no, okay, my right. 21 year old is
0: like, but a Rube
1: Goldberg machine is a very, you know, famous, you know, like a mousetrap thing where it goes, yeah, that's what he's made. Yeah, that's crazy. That. I
0: will share it today, actually. That's it's less- pretty cool to watch.
1: Can I shout out to my friend, Lindsay Haver Walsh, who is, uh, her hash or her handle is double down mommy. She's got twins and a bunch of other kids. She, I was on a zoom happy hour with her the other day and we'll talk about those in a little bit. Um, but she has. She is, like, all of a sudden has these all these kids now that she has to, like, help, you know, school and deal with and everything else. And she's following, you know, the idea of doing the post-it notes and setting up schedules and stuff. But she's already, like, oh, we're having theme days. Like, you know, she's, like, basically, you know, today was music day. So we are doing, we made musical instruments. We had a band going. And I was, like... And she's like, next day we're going to do a Star Wars theme day and all this kind of stuff. I said, you need to calm down because basically your kids are never going to want to go back to school. <laughs> it's going to be too fun at home and you're going to have to start homeschooling. You That's need to funny. think about that.
0: We have a caller on the line, Celinda. Hi, Celinda.
2: How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good. good. What can we help you with? I just want to make two comments. Okay. Number one is I don't have a computer and so your radio station is very important.
0: Thank you, thank you. I listen
2: every morning, and I want to say to for you guys to thank the lady who called in about Open Arms. Yes, to thank them because I'm disabled and I get my food from Open Arms, so it's very important that they know how important they are. Oh, the that is really who nice. In, bless her heart.
0: Thank you, Celinda, for reminding us thank about you. people that are at home and they're not able to get out. And your time and your energy and your contributions, whether they're financial or physical helping, all matter. That was really nice. Um, okay. You know what else matters is if you're at home with your kids Yes. <laughs> and you're trying to make it fun and exciting. There's a local woman that I interviewed on my Makers in Minnesota podcast, and you can listen to that episode. The website that she runs, it's called teachkidstocook.com. com. Yep. And her name is Jill Kalella. And what she has done is she's got a mag two magazines. One is called Butternut, and this is for the under like six. She's also got a magazine called Ingredients Magazine, and this is for like kids under 12. Yep. And they're both cooking and food magazines. And what she has done is you can go to uh, to teachkidstocook.com and get the digital subscriptions for Butternut and Ingredient. And I'm going to give you a code that you can enter that will give them to you for free. Great. So that you can talk about how to engage your kids in the kitchen. Uh, read these articles they've got they're all written for kids so it's like how to make a pizza at home and Mm -hmm. this way you can engage your kids in the kitchen and cooking some of the stuff it is the code to use is food fun and it's just all together one word food fun lowercase and that will open up these digital subscriptions for you to these magazines that will give you an opportunity to Do some fun stuff with your kid. Jill is great. The magazines are written from a kid's perspective. There's tons of glossy pictures and kids in the kitchen. It's super fun. Love it. Love it. Also, I wanted to bring you some information that Epicurious shared with us about food, um, kid-friendly food YouTube channels. So these are Epicurious's six best cooking videos for kids on YouTube. Most of them are for kids by kids. Uh, The first one is called Miniature Space. This one's kind of just weird. It's miniature pots, pans, and hands cooking overhead videos, like tasty videos, but it's with miniatures. Oh! So uh, it's just uh, something cool to watch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, Those make me crazy. (laughs) Yeah, I think they're funny. The other one um, that they're recommending is Nerdy Nummies. And if I can just quickly get through my, these are um, videos that are hosted by, um, they have 8.5 million subscribers, actually. Um, These are channels that are focused on baked goods, but they're simple treats that you can make at home, like caramel apple cider, Pokemon milkshakes. They kind of go with a lot of TV themes. Also, another opportunity is something called the Bow Girls. These are not high production value videos. This is Brianna and Brittany. They make kid-friendly, sparkly, and brightly colored treats. So, cupcakes, milkshakes, homemade pizzas. They also make healthy school lunches. Oh, good. Um, They say they're just, these are kids. This is just so cute. Uh, Cupcakes, Cookies and cardio, there really is no cardio, but this is, again, (laughs) run by, it's an entire channel, but host Jen Johns makes beautiful cakes and gets her kids involved. Also, Charlie's Crafty Kitchen, this is a 10-year-old Australian kid, and it's uh, a show he does with his sister, Ashley. It's real regular kids. They make approachable recipes that are easy to replicate at home. Uh, personalized fruit kebabs, popsicles made with real fruit. They won a uh, Nickelodeon's Kids' Choice Award. And then lastly, Mind Over Munch. Um, This channel isn't specifically for kids, but it has lots of cool graphics and silly skits with the host. And there's lots of kid-friendly foods and healthy versions of processed snacks so they kind of take things like ritz crackers goldfish and graham crackers and meal prep and make things that would be more healthy with them yes and incorporate other healthy foods with them yes so those are six youtube channels that if you're not watching with your kids you might want to to get some great ideas
1: um of what to cook and Stephanie, and I, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, just remember that like now is the time. Now is a really good time to like cook with your kids and teach them some stuff. You know, you have, you have the moments, (laughs) you have the time. And I think it can be part of the learning, right? Right. So one of the
0: things that Stephanie and I will probably incorporate into the show as we move forward is something that Stephanie taught me. And of course, this is like probably from a TV show that you used to do this, but the pantry (laughs) game. So, I think you can play the pantry games with Stephanie March and Stephanie Hansen, but you can also play the pantry game with your kids, which is this is what we have in the pantry. Your job is to research and figure out what we can make with the ingredients we have in our house.
1: It's basically chopped, you guys. Yeah. You so, know? let's. Uh, <laughs> it's a quick fire on Top Chef.
0: So, let's do a quick fire round and show people at home how this works, Stephanie.
1: Okay. Okay. So, I'm
0: going to give you All a right. couple of ingredients in my pantry. Okay. And I want you to figure out what we're going to make with them.
1: Okay, I got to think about it. Okay, ready? Go. Pesto. Yeah. Ground turkey. Ooh. <laughs> kale. Okay, so I guess... With I would actually I would actually make meatballs I would make the I would put the pesto in the ground turkey and I would make you know a little bit of a meatball situation and I would sear them and then wilt the kale and toss that all into um, a broth and make sort of a meatball soup with it.
0: That is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that is not. I- Thought you were going really at all, really, and it was awesome. Yeah,
1: I would make a meatball sort of like a light brodo, like a light broth with meatballs and wilted kale. And then I would I would wilt the kale in the broth, and then I would have the meatballs, kind of the turkey pesto meatballs, flowing around. Okay, that was amazing. Okay, because you- that was not what I. Where would you have of- gone with that? I was thinking um,
0: like a meat skillet, like something super boring, like cook the meat, add the kale and then mix the pasta in the or mix the pesto in at the end No, and then serve that with pasta or over rice. Yeah, we got
1: to make things. You got to make things because you got to come to dinner or a meal with an idea. Right. And that's the thing is I stand at my fridge or I stand in my pantry and I go. Okay, what are we hungry for? Because it's also not just what am I what am I looking at, but what am I wanting, right? Okay, I'm going to give you one. Are you ready? Okay, yeah. Okay. I'm panicked, but I'm ready. Okay. I'm going to say can of tomatoes, and you can pick whichever kind of okay. tomatoes, because I have 17 different versions of canned tomato. Uh, harissa, spicy harissa, and eggs.
0: Oh, God, you threw me with the eggs. I
1: know. Um... Which is not a pantry, sorry. So. Say it again. Okay. Canned tomato, Canned tomatoes. harissa, and eggs. Yeah. Okay. And I actually know what I'm going to make with that, so I should, that's, I'm cheating, actually.
0: I think I would make fried rice. Oh! So I would rub the harissa on some chicken, and I would broil it, or if I have thighs, I would put them in the oven. I use that to rub on chicken a lot anyway, mm-hmm. just as kind of a quick flavoring agent. Then I would put some rice in my instant pot, and I would put the can of tomatoes with my rice in my instant pot. Good. And I would make that like risotto-y. Good. And then I would take my chicken out, and I would serve it alongside my risotto. Okay. And what's the third ingredient? Because I already forgot. Eggs. Oh, okay. And then I would serve an egg on top of my
1: rice. Okay. I was thinking shakshuka, which is basically yeah. you take your eggs and you mix See, you're your so spicy stuff, and than I then you I am, cook but the yes. eggs in the in. Cook the eggs, crack it
0: into the sauce, and cook it in the sauce. And that's Elizabeth Reese in honor of her, our favorite weekly disher. That's one of hers. Is that one of hers? Oh, yeah. She loves shakshuka. Oh, I she did not know that. it all that. the time. Yes. It was,
1: I just happened to see it the other day, and I was thinking, I can shakshuka.
0: Yeah, everybody can shakshuka.
1: Let's keep playing this game when we
0: come back. 651-641-1071. If you want us to play the pantry game with you, 651-641-1071. We're the weekly dish, and we'll be right back.
1: Wow. Hi, this is Stephanie Hansen. Hi, this is Stephanie March. Uh, please leave a message at the sound of the beep. Beep.
0: Oh, hilarious. <laughs> All right, Mary is on the line and Mary wants to play the pantry game. Hi, Mary. Oh, and are you with Carolyn in the car? Yes, Caroline,
2: my daughter's with me as well. Hi, I'm Carolyn. How play. old is Carolyn? Hi.
0: 22. Hi. So good. We have adults. One of you is driving. One of you is playing the pantry game. We love it. All right. What's in your pantry, ladies?
2: Um, we have. Let's see. We have chickpeas. Chickpeas. And
1: couscous. Couscous.
2: And um, a can of corn. Ooh,
0: he threw me with the corn there, ladies. All right.
1: Couscous. All right.
0: Chickpeas, a can of corn.
1: Here's what I'm going to do. I am going to say that we take the chickpeas and we mash them up and add the corn and a little bit of flour. And we fry them and make these little chickpea fritters. And then, I know, and then, and I'm going to add in some spicy things to that. You know, and sort of make this, you know, you make kind of a dough, a little thing, and then you cook it in a little bit of oil. And then I'm going to say that you just, you know, you kind of you cook the couscous and then serve the fritters on top of the couscous. Okay.
0: Sounds we, yummy. We were kind of thinking alike here, actually, on this one, because I'm going to make a chickpea burger. Oh, yeah. So. That's kind of it. I'm going to use the couscous as kind of more of a binder. Of a binder. You're going to cook the couscous first and then add in. And then I'm going to mash up my chickpeas with a fork. And I'm going to add the corn in there. And I'm going to go spicy again. You could even add harissa or if you have any of those condiments on the side of your refrigerator. Any hot
1: sauces, really. Yeah,
0: And I'm going to patty them up. And I'm going to fry those in butter. And I'm going to make like a chickpea burger. Or you can just serve that on greens. Or you can just serve it individually with a little yogurt dolloped on the side.
2: Yeah, we have dinner now for tonight. There you go,
0: ladies. Love it. It is the pantry game. Thanks for calling. This is fun. Yeah, seriously. We'll have to incorporate that into our show as we move forward. I know. It's like Um, a little
1: Chopped, an episode of Chopped. Yes. Yes.
0: And it's hard. It is hard. Of. It's, it's super like hard. standing in your kitchen and looking and just going, oh, I don't want any of this. And I, I can for some reason
1: do this with you guys. And I sit at my house and I stare there and I go, I got nothing. And I look at Jake and I go, I got nothing. And he goes, want to do Dino Buddies? And I go, yeah, I do. Let's have Dino Buddies. So I just want you to know as much as I rip on you for your peanut butter choices, you may feel free for ripping on me with my yeah, Dino Buddies. Yeah, you did Buddies. say you had Dino Buddies for yeah, dinner last I did. night. I, I was out of everything in terms of <laughs> power creativity, in my, yeah, creativity brain, power. brain work i had to sit on my couch and eat dino Buddies, and i was happy to do it let me just tell you what hey i just want to shout out the the uh, the new way to happy hour okay yes because i know a lot of people i had put uh some stuff on you know the instagrams and i put some posts up about some of the stuff my friends and i have been doing and and letting and shouting out to zoom as the app you know the online uh thing <laughs> boy we all wish we'd put money in zoom before An this online I tell messaging
0: you app that's real easy to use
1: it is so easy you guys and they have free versions of it and you have time limits you can do premium if you are someone who is a small business and find yourself needing to conference people in it was originally started as a Uh, video conferencing thing for businesses but more and more people are doing this as a social thing and like the ladies and I have all sort of like someone sends a uh, you know like a link and says okay I've set up a meeting come join it you click in you join up all of a sudden you have a if you have a camera on your computer it works best if you, you can do it on your phone but it gets a little like you get a little motion sickness as everyone is moving around too much and you just hang out and you sit and you have a couple drinks. And actually in Japan, who kind of were the kids who started this, they call it Onomi, Onomi, which is the act of social drinking on video conferencing. <laughs> they have an actual term now. Yeah, I love it. Um, I've been Zooming
0: at three o'clock every day with my friend Sarah. Good. We do a little bit of business talk and then we kind of talk about how we're hanging in there. Yep. I will tell you, I have watched more live Concert events. Oh, you have. I have watched the Indigo Girls with 55,000 other people. That was their largest concert they've ever performed. <laughs> and they dumped it three times because they were practicing with the technology. Yeah their 65 year old manager was the, on charge of the phone. Yeah. And so it literally, they dump it and it would go to zero and they'd get back up to 55,000. It was incredible. Wow. So I watched an Indigo girls concert. I watched the luck reunion, which is the farm Aid concert with, um, Woody, um, Woody Harrelson was with Paul Simon and Edie Brickell and their daughter singing. Mm. I watched Willie Nelson with his two sons. I watched, uh, Nathaniel Rateliff perform three songs. These are amazing. Kurt Vial. It I was it. incredible. I've also watched our, our own friend, Aaron Schwab from Fox nine and yes! her and Jay Fuchs. I watched their happy hour Friday night that they do from crooners. I watched it from their living room last night on Facebook live.
1: Yes. And so. let me remind you that people like Leslie Miller is doing happy hours on her Amuse uh, site. She's doing wine happy hours live. Uh, Tattersall Distillery, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, will so be doing cocktail classes on Instagram Live and Facebook Live and doing happy hours where you can learn things like that. It's, we're going to be learning a lot of things online. We're going to become the Gen the Gen Zs who do everything on YouTube. We're all going to migrate to that.
0: Yeah. Assuming we can keep up with our uh, our power, right? Our keep up with our internet bandwidth. Oh, yeah. Oof, it was kind of rough this week at home. I don't know about the rest of you, but hopefully. Uh, Kristen, Kirsten wants to play the pantry game, okay. so let's take Bang her up. real quick before we close her out. Hi, Kirsten.
2: Hi. Okay, so it's three things, right? Yep. Okay, I'm standing in my pantry right now. So. Okay. Let's see. I have Trader Joe's corn and chili salsa. Salsa. A lot of macaroni and cheese. And a big thing of Ritz crackers.
1: Okay. I got it. Wait. salsa, Corn salsa, mac and cheese, and Ritz crackers. Yes. Okay. Go. Chili mac. Oh. So you can
0: do it vegetarian. You mix the salsa, mix the chili or the macaroni noodles or the chili mac, whatever. What was the mac? You had noodles, right? We have macaroni
2: and cheese yeah, like, so, the yep. in the box. Macaroni and, and box. cheese
0: in the box. Throw that can of salsa in there. After you make it. Yep. And then you're going to bake it and you're going to use the Ritz crackers mixed with butter and make like a crunchy, crispy top.
1: Yeah. There you go. There it is. That's pretty good. <laughs> Chili <you>. mac. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, Liz. All right. I think that'd be delicious. Or I would say that you can make macaroni and cheese. Uh, Here's another thing where I'm going to fry your stuff for you, you guys. But basically, you make the mac and cheese, you cool it down, and you make, you make, turn them into mac and cheese balls. Yeah. And then you you roll them in the, uh, you roll them in the Ritz, and then you, you could actually, I think you could fry those and then you could have the salsa kind of as a, as a dipping sauce. Yeah. You could be like little appetizers. You could put those on sticks. One hundred percent. I expect a lot of balls to be coming out of of your kitchen. There'd be so many balls. We all know how I'm really good at making balls. We got a minute or so for the moral of the story. What is it for you today, Steph? My moral of the story, you guys, is that the only way that we're all going to get through this is together. And that means being patient and being calm, and being supportive, and finding out when you need help, and getting it from each other. Asking for help is part of that. So I think that for everybody else, you tweeted out that list of names of service professionals who are willing to give mental health to, you know, people who didn't have any insurance, and keep on, man. Keep on keeping on. Yeah, support each other. Find the grace within. You know, find
0: your grace. Give people grace. Accept forgiveness. Yes, find a way to move it forward and to be the light there's a lot of negativity find a way to make it your own and to move it forward in a way that's positive for you
1: keep up with these you guys on the weekly dish facebook page i'm letting you know right now i'm hanging out with ali kaplan as she comes in for shop girls so stay tuned if you want to still hear no food content or some food content i don't know we'll see how it goes <laughs> otherwise we'll see you guys online and just keep